We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to a special edition of the NBA Front Office Show because we have a little bit of breaking news that we need to get into. And in fact, I think this is worth a little intro. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Chris Paul has been waived or is being waived by the Phoenix Suns. According to Chris Haynes, um, this a bit of a surprise. In fact, we heard the opposite. What was it? A few weeks ago? Maybe it was a month ago. I don't know. Time has no meaning anymore uh, in the NBA offseason. But we had heard at some point that the Suns planned on keeping Chris Paul, that they were going to make him their point guard next season. They were looking forward to that. And now here we are waving CP3. So I guess let's just start with, as we tend to do, the cap. Keith, why are the Suns doing this? Yeah, so Chris Paul um, is today on the books for $30.8 million. Um, What will happen is when the Suns waive him, because he's presumably not giving any money back, um, he will have $15.8 million in dead money on the Suns' books. Now, the Suns can do one of two things. They can either eat that money right now, or they can actually waive and stretch that $15.8 million over five years. Now, why it's five years is because he actually has a, another year on his contract. Even though it's non-guaranteed, it still counts. And the stretch provision is two times the years left plus a year. So he's got two years left on his deal, and then they could add a year. So they could stretch that deal over five years, which would only put about $3.16 million in debt not about exactly three point i don't know why i said about um 3.16 minutes that was like jonah hill's character in moneyball when he's like i don't know why i lied to you just now when he, <laughs> he did 47 player profiles i might have watched right. moneyball twice in the last week um just but anyway $3.16 million in dead money on the Suns books over the next uh, five seasons. Um, that's that's not know. a big deal. Yeah, not a big Yeah, that's a small enough number. You can work around that with relative ease. Um, or like I said, you can eat it all right now and then go off into whatever you have. Now, where this really matters, why are the Suns doing this? Well, the Suns had little to no flexibility. They, they were barely under so with Chris Paul in the fold and keeping campaign, um, they were let me let me go back to my my notes here. They were about five point three million under the tax apron, 
Um, so they were just over the tax line, about 5.3 million under the apron and about 15.8 million under the super tax. So mm-hmm. it wiggle room there, but not a ton, right? They were, they were still going to be a tax team. If they straight wave him, they get to 13.3 million under the tax line. So that's all the way, way under the tax line fully. If they wave and stretch him, they get to 25.9 million under the tax line, which that more than frees up, uh, you know, the ability to do a sign and trade for somebody if they you know, could get somebody to bite on DeAndre Ayton's contract um, or Landry Shamit's. Mm-hmm. Um, you could, you know, you definitely use the full mid-level. That's only about $12.2 million. So now my guess is we're going to see them wave and stretch him and take all of that flexibility into this offseason. But here's the thing, Trevor. How many players do you think – I don't know if you saw my tweet. I did players do you think they have on their roster right now after taking Chris Paul out of the mix six yep I happen to be looking at it so that's as I'm cheating but but and that's but that's why when we talk about the hard cap being at 169 million if they were to want to use a mid-level exception or something like that or take in a player via sign-in trade um when you're at seven players including Chris Paul and you're at like 165 million that makes it really tough to have any flexibility to do anything and what we saw the shortcoming of this Suns team was they had no depth. They had no depth on the roster, so it's hard to build out depth when you're that close to whatever a hard cap would be at hell. Even if we want to talk about the second tier, mm-hmm. the the super tax, that would be at $179 million and a half. You're talking about going from six players, seven players on your roster, maybe having to fill in another seven roster spots with like $14 million to play with, and it's all just going to be veteran minimums. Like, what What's your team really going to look like? It, when I look at it that way, I, this makes all kinds of sense for the Suns to do just to open up some possibilities, whether it's sign and trade, whether it's using that full mid-level, whether it's the biannual exception, whatever it is they're going to do. I don't think there was a path to them really getting the depth that they needed without doing this. Yeah. So now your challenge is, right? So you're, let's, let's go off the guys they have left. You're set at a forward spot with Kevin Durant. You're set at your your uh, other guard one your off guard spot with Devin Booker. You're set at your big spot if you keep DeAndre Ayton, Landry Shamit. That's you know that's fine as a depth player, right? You can you know play him you know in the regular season at least twenty minutes a night, but that's four dudes. Like you've got a ton of guys to figure out. My guess is I wouldn't be shocked now if we see them move on from campaign too. And like, mm-hmm. hey, you have the flexibility or they may say, Hey, we can bring him back at 6 million, um, you know, and just have him. Cause then at least we've got something at the point guard spot to, to work with. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've got a lot of spots to fill. You've got, you know, two starting spots to fill now, a point guard and another forward spot. Mm-hmm. You've got to, and then basically other than Shamit and maybe Payne, an entire bench that you have to build. And we're talking, like we just said, the mid-level exception, maybe the biannual exception. Might, might as well use it too. There's no, nothing keeping you from it. You're going to be super expensive probably a year from now anyway. So that says to me, you're probably looking at a DeAndre Ayton trade. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. that's going to be the direction this goes. And it may, rather than bringing in a kind of another big name guy to, to kind of replace Ayton, this may be one of those where, Hey, we break Ayton up into yeah, two, two or three, three guys contract wise uh, to, to bring in guys, or maybe they, you'll work out a sign and trade where it's, that's how we fill the point guard spot. And then 
I mean, they've played a lot of games in the past, uh, you know, what, two seasons with Bismack Biombo and Jock Landale and been fine at the mm-hmm. center spot in reality. So maybe that's what they want to do. So it's going to be really, really interesting now to watch this. Suns. It was already going to be because a title contender that needs to fill that many rotation spots. But now it's like, holy cow, like you're you're really kind of starting with a two or three man team here and you got to build everything else out around it. So uh, new head coach Frank Vogel talked the other day about how important having a a rim protector on defense (laughs) is to him and to his system. So that's what's going to be interesting because I I can't see them just going the Jock Landale and and Bismack Biombo route. Mm -hmm. I would think somebody else would be their target, but that doesn't mean there's any shortage of of options. Like, could this wind up being you know who knows? Like Atlanta, we said Atlanta is going to make some moves. Could Clint Capella? wind up making a move to Phoenix. That's And that's me just throwing a name out there. Sure. Like I think there's going to be plenty of guys for them to go add, but just interesting that that may be the path they go down. The other thing that, that strikes me is I'm looking at, at Cameron Payne's contract right now, $6.5 million, $2 million is guaranteed. Well, Keith, what jumps out to me immediately there is if they want to use the biannual exception and they're kind of up against it, let's say they use the mid-level and they still have enough space to use the biannual, is the player they're getting on the biannual exception better than Cameron Payne? If yeah. the answer is yes, then you waive Cameron Payne and your net output of money is the exact same you, yep. because the biannual exception is going to be right about $4.5 million. So that could be a very easy way to free up enough space to use the biannual again if that player they think is better than what Cameron Payne would give them. Yeah, and where all these things project out at the biannual, like you said, it's just shy of four point five million. Um, it's about nine point one million over two years uh, for for the bi- biannual. Um, they get you're limited to only two years with, with that one. Had they had the tax MOE, which that would have even been in question, you know, considering they mm-hmm. were getting kind of close into that super tax line. Uh, but that's now limited to a two year deal on that tax uh, MLE. That's um, you know two years. 10.3 million or so um, with that one. And then the non-taxpayer, which now they're in range to, to definitely yeah. get themselves to, um, that's a you know, total of a four-year, $52.5 million deal. So so you're talking pretty good money on that MLE now, now that it's bumped up um, under the new CBA, that, that's gone up quite, quite a bit. So, so you know, now let's talk the other thing that immediately people went to, if you're yep. okay. Everybody said, so Chris Paul is just going to resign there, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're just going to lock, knock the number down and resign in theory. Sure. Right. That could. that could definitely be a thing unless they stretch him. If they stretch him, he can't, they can't resign him um, until the duration of the original contract would be over. Um, so if they stretch him, they cannot resign him, but if they don't stretch him, yeah, they could waive him and then just re resign him to a lower number. Um, but the reporting from Chris Haynes, who's the one who broke this of Bleacher Report and TNT, um, I'm just going to read his, his tweet and then we can talk mm-hmm. about it. He says, Phoenix Suns have notified Chris Paul that he will be waived, making the future Hall of Famer one of the top free agents this offseason. All right, we can discuss that part in a couple minutes because um, I'm not sure mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, but then he followed up with Chris Paul plans to play for several more years and is eager to help a team contend for a championship. So to me, that doesn't read like Chris Paul's just getting bounced and resigning and coming right back to to the Suns. I I don't that that reads like we're moving on. 
I really wonder if what happened here was the Suns pitched that idea and Chris Paul was like, how about you keep me for 30.8 million? And then we can talk about this whole wave me next year thing. Yeah. And we'll see what it looks like. And the Suns are like, nah, we don't really want to do that. And that probably, that may have been very well what triggered the, all right, we're moving on and we're going in a different direction. So when I look at that, I think about the way the tweet is worded and I know, you know, what we know in terms of how relationships are built and all that kind of stuff. That's where Chris Paul immediately becomes one of the top free agents on the market and yep. all that. That's, that's, Hey, I'm going to make sure Chris Paul feels good about this <laughs> yep. report being, yep. being out there. And I believe I could, I may be wrong on this. So I don't want to put this out there and say, I may, I'm 100% correct, but I am pretty sure I recall an episode of uh, Haynes podcast with, with Mark Stein where he talked about running something by Chris Paul before reporting it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There. That was like a month or so ago. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I think they're fairly well. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. To be pretty tight. So. so that's so that's part of in terms of when he's saying, you know, announcing that he's one of the top free agents yeah. and all that's that's part of it, right? That's part of that. But um this is going to be interesting to see what this does to because this free agent class is not great. There's not a lot yeah. of depth here in the in this free agent class. Chris Paul's 38 years old, but teams are going to be interested. I think this does shake things up on the market. And right now, teams are probably scrambling and figuring out does this make sense for us to consider talking to Chris mm -hmm. Paul and um maybe seeing if he wants to come over. 
Yeah, I mean, I jokingly said, you know, Celtics fans have said for like years, like we need a Chris Paul type, right? Like, and it's like, well, now you sure. could get a Chris Paul type. So this was his last couple of years, you know, with, with the Suns. So uh, this is two seasons ago, 21-22. Uh, shot 49% from the field, but only 32% from three. Really a major dip yeah. uh, there. Um, but four and a half rebounds per game, 10.8 assists, which led the league, and 14.7 points per game, and almost two steals per game. So pretty good season. This year, 44% from the field. Um, but he took more threes, but he made more of them, 37.5. So that's a pretty respectable number. Absolutely. At, you know, almost 38%. Four, 4.3 rebounds per game, 8.9 assists per game per game, which I obviously I think fell with just more talent around him and 14 points per game. So I, I think, you know, I don't think he was particularly good this past season. And I think he had a really tough playoffs. Like mm -hmm. he shot uh, 42% from the field and then 32% from three in the playoffs. And it defensively is not the guy he once was, but if you have another solid lead ball handling option doesn't necessarily even need to be another great point guard but just someone else who can run the offense like yeah you 100 you bring them in because here you talked about the free agents here's my some you know sneak preview we haven't got into the free agent rankings yet but i only rank two players in the all-star tier among point free agent point guards mm -hmm. that's Kyrie irving and fred van vliet and people yeah. may say where's james harden i have james harden as a shooting guard um that's so fair. Then starting level guys, D'Angelo Russell, Patrick Beverly, Russell Westbrook, and then Dennis Schroeder, Gabe Vincent. Those guys are like my top rotation guys, which they could be starting level guys too, right? They're, sure. they're right on the cusp because they, you know, it just kind of depends on the circumstance where they're coming off the bench. So, yeah, I mean, he for me, yeah, he slots in behind Kyrie Irving and Fred Van Vliet. Like, I, you know, I, sure. I would probably have him behind those two guys at this point, just given the age, the injury history and all that sort of stuff. But I mean, that's, and then that's probably just to, to give you a measure. Obviously I have Kyrie as the second best free agent behind James Harden, but I have Van Vliet as the, let's see here. I'm going to find him. I have him as the as my fifth best overall free agent. So, you know, Chris Paul is probably slightly behind. Mm -hmm. it. So, you know, I'd probably have like Brooke Lopez, Jeremy Grant, Chris Porzingis, sure. all ahead of him. But, you know, top, what, 10, 15 range? But what's right. real? Like yeah. all the guys you named, I'm imagining are out of reach for teams sure. with the MLE. Yeah, 100%. Chris Paul, Chris Paul probably is not out of reach right. with the MLE. And yep. that's a big, that's the big difference. That's the difference, right? Is yeah. 38 years old. Yeah. He's going to be now. Here's the thing. I know I threw out there the MLEs four years. They won't be able to give him four years because of the over 38 rules. So that's going to complicate things. So he's probably only going to get a, uh, you know, two, two year uh, deal kind of going into this because of the way the guarantees will work and those kind of things. And it'll probably be a, you know, look weird on that second year at this point in reality, Chris Paul is probably going to play year to year would be my guess. Figure it out. I, I know Chris's report said several more years. All right, we'll see. You know, what is that? Sure. You know, is that two, three, four? Like, well, you know, I don't know where, where we go with that, but yeah, I mean, super interesting that, you know, he comes on the market here. Very, very, I, I still think very unexpectedly. I, I certainly had him penciled in as returning to the songs based off all the reporting we had had over the last couple of weeks. So let's uh, – oh, by the way, I wanted to throw this in. According to Cleaning the Glass, Chris Paul on offense was in the 60th percentile this past season among point guards and the 52nd percentile on defense. 
among point guards. So solid, right? Just, sure. just solid. Right. Just yeah. solid. Just, right? Yeah. Yep. And so that's what you kind of have to anticipate if you're, if you're getting, you're not getting, if, if we're talking five years ago, big, big difference, right? That's not exactly what Chris Paul is at this point. But um, let's speculate wildly here. Where do you think he winds up? Yeah, that's a really, really good question. I mean, I think, and, and I, I'm not just saying this because because you're my buddy and we're doing the show together, but I think you got to put the Lakers in the mix, right? Sure. They've, it's just been rumored for, I mean, every time Chris Paul has been available. So now he's more attainable than he's ever been. Uh, is he that much better than D'Angelo Russell and Dennis Schroeder? Maybe, I don't know. And yeah, you know, what we'll see are the Lakers even going to be in position to use the full mid level? You know, would the, you know, would only part of that be enough? You know, what we'll see, uh, you know, ultimately where that one goes, you know, if it's, you know, 5 million, which is the equivalent to the tax, tax, Emily, you know, what we'll see. But, you know, as I start looking around, you know, teams for next season that don't really have like a, a good point guard option in place, you know, it, there's, there's really not all that many, right? It's, yeah. uh, you know, there, there, there just isn't, you know, most teams have, you know, somebody in place that's already a, a pretty good team, you know, with, with guys, I kind of, you know, could Dallas maybe make sense kind of, sure. you, know, you know, alleviate the ball handling duties. One that kind of okay. is sneaky to me. What about Memphis where he covers yeah. for jaw while for Jaw's suspended? The rumors that are going around right now are that jaw could be out for like 30 games. Yeah. Um, not, right. That's like, interesting. Yeah, right. But then what what happens right. when Jaw comes back though? Then it's then it's Jaw, Tyus Jones, and and Chris Paul. Yeah. Well, you probably trade Tyus Jones at that point, right? Mm. You probably, probably trade him to get a small forward and you know fulfill the Dylan Brooks spot and go. I mean, that gets a little now we're chaining you know two multiple three, moves, transactions yeah. together, sure. and that gets a little crazy. Uh, I'm just scrolling scrolling through Chicago. But, but this is this is the conversation we've been having in regards to D'Angelo Russell too. Mm-hmm. It's if it's yep. not the Lakers, where does he go? What right. what what happens with him there? So, yep. um, that's the challenge for free agent point guards right now. Any free agent point guard that we want to look at, uh, it's where do they ultimately land? Yeah, I think Chicago is a good one to bring up, particularly with Lonzo Ball. His career might be over. I hope not, but sure, it's possible. But so Chicago, I think, would be a natural landing spot. I mean, the Clippers, right? If they said, go back to the Clippers, you know, no, it'd have to be for the minimum there. But right. You know, did, you know, is that enough? If they you're the Clippers, would you rather have Russell Westbrook or Chris Paul? It's hard, right? I mean, that's actually a real decision because Russ mm-hmm. was pretty good for the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, what about Milwaukee? Right, It'd have to be for the minimum, mm-hmm. yeah. most likely. Maybe they could, you know, wiggle into the tax, Emily. I don't think so, but but you know, probably the minimum. But I mean, that's a pretty good chance to chance to win, and he can play with Drew because Drew can slide over and play the two. Sure. Um, there, I feel, uh, I feel like Miami comes up with any of these situations, sure. but they're in yeah. an interesting cap situation of their yeah. own. Yeah, I mean, they're yeah, they're already in a tough spot. You've got Lowry for another year. It sounds like they want to keep Gabe Vincent. I mean, the reality is, right, he's not going to go to it. You know, I, I'm not trying to be mean, but like Detroit could use him, but he's not probably going to go to the Pistons. No, right, they're too far away. I mean, the Spurs, they'd be awesome if he went to the Spurs, but they, they, you know, that's probably just not going to be how that plays out. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm just scanning through. Like nobody else is like super jumping out. Is like I, you know, we need a point guard now. Which maybe that could lead back to the Suns, Phoenix. Yeah, right. I mean, maybe now. It my guess is this is more like somebody lines it up to get Chris Paul, 
And then whether it's their starting point guard or a backup, they, they work a trade and move somebody. And now it's like, all right, we've got Chris Paul in here and he comes in and now we've moved the other guy to build, build something else out. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what, what could wind up happening that where an opportunity opens up that isn't available right now, because you're right. You look at the landscape and it's hard to figure out exactly where he goes. Um, like would he would Utah would he consider going to a Utah team that showed some promise? Sure. But again, that's not. If you're Chris Paul, you want to go someplace you can win a championship, yeah. right? And so yeah, that's and a very he's got left to accomplish, right? right? Like he's done everything else, so yeah, you're trying to win a title now. So that's a limited number of teams that are going to be able to <laughs> to offer him that and yep. have a need at point guard. So it's going to be interesting to to see where he lands. And, and again, it could wind up being that he's right back in in Phoenix. That that could be the path here but you're right the way the tweet was worded didn't sound like that's been like orchestrated already like that's already in motion and as yep. you and i talked before we came on the air it's not like they have to play coy about this if that's what the plan is they can just say this is the plan right like that this is what we're going to do unless there's something with he's a free agent and we can't announce it and we can't be talking to a free agent ahead to, but he's their own guy yeah, so yeah it doesn't make sense there's no if that I try, was gonna I'm be grasping yeah. at straws here yeah, exactly. If that's going to be how it was going to go down, I think it would. We'd already have the reporting hmm. on that, right? The son's intention is to waive him and resign. I go not the same level of player. Obviously, it didn't happen. It, it's June seventh, right? So like, mm -hmm. we're still a month out from free agency really starting in full. Um, but it happened right at the start of free agency. But remember, a few years back, the Milwaukee Bucks waived George Hill. From his, uh, you know, I think it was fully non-guaranteed. might have been partial. Uh, if it was, it was a small partial and then re-signed him. But the reporting right away was the Bucs are re-saving, re or waiving George Hill and then going to re-sign him to mm -hmm. a uh, longer-term contract that, you know, gives him more security moving forward. And that's exactly how it played out um, with that one. So, you know, that's, that's one where, you know, all right, let's see, you know, where, where we go uh, with this. But I, I would think we kind of would have already you know, probably had that that reporting now um with chris paul too you know it it is important to note his guarantee date wasn't until june 28th so we're three weeks ahead mm. on this so this might be the sun's also saying hey let's give you a jump right let's let you kind of get out there now we still can't talk to anybody yet but like just if he's not their player anymore it's it's it's, it's far less punishable because you're just tampering with a like a actual free agent, free agent so. and teams can start planning too. like okay we know sure. he's a free agent yeah. now yeah. we can figure out do we want to be a team that's in the mix for him we can plan our draft plans can change yep. because of this and all sorts of things um so i i do think maybe this is you know we can say good on the suns for letting him go this early but we don't know all the the dynamics that are at play here but and for the suns this opens up more time for them to right mm -hmm. to start doing everything that they got to do now because like we said i mean a lot of work to be done on that team i mean it is awesome that you're starting with kevin durant and devin booker right that that's amazing but you got a whole lot of dudes to put in place around those guys to be the kind of team you want to be you know moving forward and that's you know that that work will you know that'll start in earnest mm -hmm. here in you know, over the next two weeks leading up to the draft and then, you know, in the you know time leading up to free agency and death as free agency starts. So you know, a lot of stuff coming for Phoenix. I mean, this is like domino one of a whole bunch of dominoes that are going to fall. Oh, boy. Yep. Man, 
I was already pumped for the offseason, Keith, and now only more so. Chris Paul hits free agency. We'll see ultimately where he winds up. But just glad guys. I didn't finish writing their offseason preview yet. Oh I, god, it's like coming right up. So like it's gonna be like one of my next next ones, and I, I gotta get, get gotta get on it here. And then uh, not, not, now I can at least write it with the clarity of all right, Chris Paul's on involved. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I'm glad you didn't. You know pump out 2000 words or something right. that, that now it makes no sense. So exactly. um, lucky break there, but everybody, thank you for coming in and joining this special edition of the NBA front office show. Make sure you do subscribe, turn on those notifications as well. Till next time, everybody see ya and stay safe. Spring is in the air at Littleton coin company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.